The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. I've noticed on social media, uh, thanks to self isolation, many of you are baking and eating your way through a lot of this. Uh, we know it's a tricky thing. We're at home a lot. We're bored and we're trying to find different things to do. And, and we know that food and exercise can be a little tricky in times like this. Um, but with some advice, joined by my friend Heidi Bates, the Director of Integrated Dietetic Internship at the University of Alberta. Hi, Heidi. Hey, Jay, how's it going? Not bad. How are you doing? How are you holding up through all of this? Oh, good. I'm, I've got my home office kind of set up. You know, the cat joins us for meetings. It's <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a different world when the dog is or the, the animal comes sniffing into the office and is knocking things over. The other day, Bo Breeze walked in here and dropped a ball at my at my feet and wanted me to play. And I was, no, can't do it right now there, puppy. <laughs> but one of the things that I've, I've noticed is that we're all learning how to adapt, right? We're, we're learning oh. how to adapt to this new reality because, you know, we're, we're being forced to do it. And, and I think some folks have really, really, um, you know, I, I can't believe that there's been a run on yeast in the city of Edmonton, that you couldn't find flour, that sort of stuff. I'm seeing people turn to to baking, whether it's breads or cinnamon buns or cakes. Heidi, I've baked two cakes in the past two, way, two weeks. <laughs> I haven't baked cakes in the past two years. What is it about, you know, uncertain times that we turn to those things like comfort food? It really is that. It is comfort to us. You know, typically, it's interesting when you look at social media because people are are often creating things that you can tell meant something special in their family or in their childhood. And it's just a way, I think, to make us feel like, you know, it's all going to be okay. And I've also seen sort of a resurgence in recipes that probably predate almost every like they're almost wartime favorites from world (laughs) war ii and i think again it's just this idea of you know they got through it so if you know we can learn from that and we can get through it which is really nice i mean in some ways it's really nice um but on the other hand like the quarantine 15 thing that people are talking about it, it really you know it really could be a, a, a you know an outcome of this if we're not sort of a little bit careful with it well the number of people baking bread my gosh my son is making bread every other day you know, and and homemade bread i remember when i had a bread maker and people don't even not even using bread makers anymore they're doing it for real so what are some of the tools that we might be able to use to help conquer maybe some of the emotional eating that we're going through right now and it might not just be emotional might be bored it might be emotional we might be worried we turn to different things how do we how do we handle that i think you know like let's try and expand the repertoire maybe a little bit and um you know not that making bread isn't great but let's try and see what else we could make in in terms of you know dishes that have vegetables in them and dishes that rely on fresh fruits and just so that we're not you know continually having a house full of you know foods that are higher in fat or sugar or calories or things that we're likely you know to add the homemade bread with butter i mean it's it's gonna have <laughs> if you make the bread you're you know you gotta go right yeah and um so i think i think that helps we have to just be mindful too that for a lot of people their physical activity may have gone down because their normal outlet for physical activity you know be it a gym or a recreation center 
uh, might not be accessible and so maybe the exercise level has gone down um, for some people and yeah. um, we have to just think about balance a, a little bit not picture but overall I mean I'm never gonna be sad when people are cooking because if you don't learn how to cook it is your gateway to eating better at some point uh, Heidi when we're I, I, I'm seeing you know and, and we're doing it just as much as anybody else here uh, out here at the ranch at, at at our place and it's one of these things it's like we're having um big meals it's like it's almost like a, a last meal every night oh let's do our favorite things our favorite of this mm-hmm. we'll have fried chicken yeah. we'll have you know stuffed pork tenderloin whatever it is and i know that it, it's really important to um incorporate healthy food into a diet all of the time give me an idea of what that healthy food can do for you you in times like this what does it do for you overall for your body which could help you get through this a little bit better well I think I mean it it is weird because we're almost it almost feels like we're living in that sort of strange time that's normally reserved for the period between Christmas and New Year's where you don't know (laughs) what day it is and you don't get dressed you know except it's gone on now for six weeks and it sounds like you know we're in for a bit more I I think a couple things uh, just life-wise having you know getting some structure back into our days is going to become increasingly important for people Um, you know we went through a period at, at our house here where I mean, people were going to bed at, you know, 2 o'clock in the morning like you would at Christmas. And that's, yeah. that's not really, um, it kind of puts you off kilter. And it affects your eating because then whole meals get bumped around. Um, eating better will, I mean, first of all, just on a basic level, help sustain your health. Make sure your immune function is really good. And we all, Lord know, want that right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it just also having sort of some structure and sort of, normalcy to what we're doing is also comforting and you know from a mental health perspective also a bit reassuring uh the the kind of so much flex and fluidity and strangeness is is sometimes a bit overwhelming for people as well yeah, absolutely, and I and I'm thinking. You know, you mentioned uh, the um, getting active and, and staying active, and things have you know happened. Gyms are, are closed down, that sort of thing. Um, at our place, it's it's been interesting because I've actually started working out again for the first time in years. I went back downstairs and was on the elliptical, and and am doing some online workouts and stuff like that. It's the first time I've done that in a, in a in a very long time. I think it's important for a lot of people to remember that there's still a lot of options available it might not be the oh. ones that you that you love but there's still tons available there's there's so much i mean first of all um you know dr hinshaw uh who's my new health hero has uh <laughs> given great guidance around the fact that albertans you know can still go out and walk we, we can't go in big groups but we can still go out and get that fresh air and you know she's mentioned that many times so you know we value that um, but there is a myriad of things. I mean, from uh, downloadable entire packages of workout videos that you can get on your computer, lots of clubs that have had to close are offering things by Zoom and Skype. Um, and then, you know, go into the basement and dig out the stuff that you forgot you even had uh, because it may still be there. And these things do not, you know, I'm, I'm also really conscious of the fact that a lot of people financially were in for a bit of a rough ride and some people are having a hard time. You know, going for a walk is not 
a, a high expense item. Um, and if you want to cook, I mean, now's a great time too to let's practice being really creative with low cost ingredients that are made here in Alberta, support our producers, um, and, and learn how to cook with some of those, you know, staples that really that is how people got through hard times in the past. They could make a meal well, out of anything. Yeah, and it's been interesting because uh, there's been a lot of talk over the past couple of weeks about the food supply and getting more involved with the food supply, like doing some more gardening, doing some more planting of your own, you know, hearkening back to war days, the victory garden, that sort of thing. And, you know, we're still, you know, a foot of snow on the ground. But I suspect, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised at all to see more people turning to gardening and maybe trying their hand at it this summertime. Well, and that's, I think that would be a great thing. I mean, it, it's just a valuable life skill to have um, for, you know, with kids. We know that if you get kids involved in, in gardening, um, they are more inclined to eat, you know, things that they've taken a hand in growing. And then, I, you know, I really hope and I want to stress Albertans, like we, we need to support our Alberta ag industry. Yeah. Um, the, these people are are working day and night, you know, to get food on the table for us and, and it's our turn to pay it forward to them, you know, as we move through this difficult time. So read a label. If it's if there's a choice between Alberta made and something else, um, let's keep it close to home, you know. Absolutely. Heidi, always great to talk to you. Look forward to seeing you in person sometime soon. Yeah, I'll just be here, you know, with my cat and my <laughs> <laughs> You take care. That's Heidi Bates joining us this afternoon. She runs um, the program at the University of uh, Alberta. So any uh, dietitians uh, uh, in the province, that, well, any dietitians that, you know, going through that school, she runs that program uh, over there. You talk about emotional eating. Emotional eating, um, it, it really not, it's not a clinical term, right? But it's something that um, is used, they say, to describe the phenomena of eating in response to an emotional state. You know what I'm talking about just had a text that came in and said man i'm different than everybody else this person says i when i'm when i'm bored don't have anything i'm not interested in eating at at all and and that's interesting Uh, but emotional eating yeah a lot of us do it it's in response to an emotional state rather than hunger um and uh, I think we yeah, we do fall back on those things that maybe were a favorite when we were a kid. We've talked about this, you know, in, in, in the past, about those comfort foods. And I made it on the weekend, my homemade macaroni and cheese, which my mom made for us when we were kids. And her mom made for my mom and, and her four brothers and sisters when, when she was growing up. It's been handed down uh, now through a couple of generations and it is still my absolute go-to. Um, and and I think we all have something like that. But it has been interesting to, to see what people are cooking up, whether it's whether it's bread. Daryl just uh, texted in a, sh- a picture of a, of a pizza that he's making, I think, on the barbecue. Um, but yeah, a lot of us... Um, um, finding different ways to to get through that, and for some of it, it it is food. And I think Heidi summed it up quite well when she said, "It feels like we're living in that that time between Christmas and and New Year's, you know, with food and drink, and not really sure what day it is, and not really being on a schedule or trying to figure out what the schedule is. It's quite a, um, a different reality um, when it beces real life if that makes if that makes any sense at all